Good afternoon, Americans. This is Keith Pence, and I'm glad to be with you today. I want to thank you for the Anchor Network for giving me this opportunity each and every day to come to you and talk about issues that face our country and some news, too. I want to say that I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be an American by birth and a Southerner by the grace of God. The Southerner by the grace of God was uh, coined by the late uh, writer, and uh, he was a great one at that, Louis Grizzard. He wrote many, many books, and he was a syndicated columnist that you would see in lots of newspapers. And he died at a young age, I think he was just 42 years old, when he passed away. I think he wrote a book that was entitled, I Haven't Understood Anything, since 1962. And I guess that's right. There are so many things in this country that I really don't understand. And maybe you don't understand either. I think back to the 1980s. To me, it was a golden time in my life. It was the first time I was able to vote for a president in 1980. And I voted for Reagan. Not that Jimmy Carter was a bad man. Jimmy Carter, I believe, is was and is a good man. He's been a better ex-president than he was a president. He has done the Habitat for Humanity. He has built houses. And he, he is, Jimmy Carter is a wonderful man. Ronald Reagan was a wonderful man. He was born poor. His father had a drinking problem. And his father sold shoes. His mother was a housewife who did lots of clothing and stuff like that. Uh, made dresses and things like that. And Ronald Reagan was very close to his mother and a little bit distant toward his father. The reason was about his father is that his father had a serious drinking problem. One day when Ronald Reagan came home from school, he was also called, he had a nickname called Dutch. And his daddy looked at his little baby and he said, oh, he looks like a little Dutch man. So it, had stu it stuck with him for the rest of his life. But one day he was coming home from school as a, about a 12-year-old boy, and he saw his daddy there in the snow just totally passed out from drinking. That little boy took his daddy and drug him into the house because if he had not done so, his daddy would have uh, died from exposure to the cold. Yes, his father had a drinking problem. Many people have that problem today. Every store you go to, I'm not, a, I'm not saying I want to be a member of the Temperance League. I don't drink and I don't apologize for that. I drank one time when I was like 13 years old to see what it was like, and it was yuck to me. But lots of people, they drown their sorrows in what you would call despair. Many people in this country suffer from depression. Some from reactive depression is pretty normal. That's like a reaction to a, a death in the family, the death of a spouse, the 
death of the child, and those kinds of depression are very understandable. Other people have depression and it's caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain. And they have to deal with it. They have to take medication in many instances. And some have to receive counseling as well. And I ask you to please don't look your nose down upon someone who has clinical depression or suffers from anxiety because many people are that way. They don't need your criticism. They need your friendship. So I encourage people today, when you're depressed, and it's a clinical type depression, a chemical imbalance in the brain, see your doctor, talk about it, and let him prescribe, if he has to, prescribe the proper medication for you. There are many times when uh, many people have to battle depression. I know of one man who was in his chair one day and he was there and he was reading the paper. He put the paper down and not that he read something that was that would make him cry, but for some reason he just started crying, was depressed, and he didn't know why he was crying and depressed. And he went to see his doctor and his doctor did prescribe medication and they had a long talk and the doctor talked about a chemical imbalance in the brain, also known as endogenous depression. So if you battle with that, try to hold your head up high and don't be ashamed because it happens to Christians and non-Christians as well. Moving on, I think about Kamala Harris. She has to laugh after she says everything. And that's quite troubling. She compared the Capitol riots that happened last year on the grounds and in the Capitol in Washington, D.C. She compared it to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. That is the most ridiculous comparison that I've ever heard of in my entire life. It was totally different. At Pearl Harbor, hundreds of people, hundreds of soldiers, seamen, died because of that attack by the Japanese on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941. And to this day, Many people who died on those ships, they are still in those ships, in those watery graves. If it had not been for the, the fighters, the warriors, the soldiers of World War II, America would probably be a totally different place. We wouldn't have the constitutional form of government that we have today. Some people are trying to tear, tear down the Constitution. The Constitution is a living document. As Ronald Reagan says, said, we are just one generation away from total extinction of our country. Please don't let that happen. Vote for people who stand up for the Constitution of the United States. People... This is the best country in the world.
there's lots of things that are lacking. I have done some substitute teaching after retirement from my job that I had. And I noticed there is a lot of math, lots and lots of math. But what is lacking, I believe, in our school systems across the nation is that children are not being taught history in the school. Some people say, what is the need for teaching history in the schools? The reason I believe is this. Mm -hmm. We can learn from the past. We can see the mistakes of the past. We can see the successes of the past and move on. You look at the past and you see the world history as we know it. Some people said, how was the world formed? Well, it was formed by God. And God spoke this world into existence, this, this earth into existence. He gave us eye, ears, nose, and all these things, heart, lungs, kidneys, everything, that when they work properly, uh, we stay well. So I don't believe that we evolved from monkeys I don't believe I had forefathers swinging from the trees. I believe that a human being is the, is the most fantastic creation that God made on this earth. Moving on. You know, we are hearing all this week about the one-year anniversary of the Capitol riots, and it's worse, and worse than World War II and all these things. Bunk. That's not true. You know, they talk about that. But what about all the cities that were burned, say, in 2019 and in 2020, uh, when President Trump wanted to call up the National Guards and all that, send the Army to bring it to a stop, and the governors of many of these states said, no, they're just peaceful protests. Let me ask you this. Is there such thing as a peaceful protest when they're burning buildings, breaking into drugstores, stealing all the drugs they can, breaking into jewelry stores, and, and making off with millions of dollars of jewelry? Is that peaceful protest? Answer me. During these riots, people were killed, and they called it a peaceful protest? You've got to be kidding me. They talk about Black Lives Matter, and they do. But let me add to that. All lives matter. Not just a few lives matter, but all lives matter. A-L-M. Treat your fellow man as you would want to be treated. Do unto others, the Bible says, as you, as you would have them do unto you. Be kind. Be patient. I know what it's like to get in a Walmart line waiting for your groceries to be checked out or whatever you have in your basket or your shopping cart. Watch your temper. <laughs> Watch your anger. Because sometimes I go, ha, huh, how much more of this can I stand? So we are very blessed. I'm blessed with fairly good health. 
have a little diabetes problem. That's a big problem. But I have a Lord I know is going to take care of me. Here in Tennessee right now, we're sitting at 18 degrees here in West Tennessee, and they're still on the ground, but it's nice to look at, but not nice to get out, get out and drive on it. Also, it looks like two people won the Powerball jackpot of $632 million. So they'll split it down the middle, and they'll still both have lots of money. Well, can money buy you happiness? No. It can buy you cars. It can buy you houses. It can buy you trucks. It can buy you clothing. It, can, it gives you opportunity to give money to your loved ones or loan it to your loved ones. If you loan it to your loved ones, chances are it's a gift. But money cannot buy happiness. I say the Lord Jesus Christ can bring you happiness. And the final story is here. Newt Gingrich says that Hillary Clinton will run again for President of the United States. Hillary Clinton is the most polarizing figure, I think, in the United States of America. You either love her or you don't love her. You like her or you don't like her. So if she runs for president again, we'll see what happens. Who knows? We actually could have a woman president. However, we may have one before her. As it's obvious that President Biden's health is declining, there's a possibility that he may have to step aside and Kamala Harris could become President of the United States. So I ask you to pray for our President, pray for our country, and I also say to you, I hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Until tomorrow at noon, this is Keith Pence for News and Views. Good day. Good morning, Americans. It's Saturday. And I'm Keith Pence, and this is News and Views, and we're glad to have you along with us. Well, my old friend Al Gore and others talk about global warming. You could fool me because it's 34 degrees right now where I live in West Tennessee. Yesterday, it was very cold, around 17 degrees at noon. So, you know, it's not really much of a global warming, and how much warmer can the equator get this is in the middle of the earth <laughs> north and south uh, never let's go on from there that's just a lot of silliness that I started off with but anyway former US Senator Majority Leader uh, Harry Reid has passed away he passed away I think two days ago I did not go along with him on every issue that came up uh, in the Senate and where he stood on it but I believe deep down he was a kind man he was the kind of man you want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with and just talk about everything but politics. I lean conservative, and I make no apologies for that. I don't think I think the government should not spend more than it's taking in. What is wrong with a constitutional amendment that says you have to have a balanced budget? The U.S. government, they spend money on things, and they don't even know what they're spending money for. It's just being spent. It's just like... Hey, here it is. It's all yours. You know, it's great. You know, have a good time. Well, we know that this is tax season. Many will get, will file their return. I hope you will. 
will file your return and receive a refund. And that's a good thing. I used to think, well, just put it in the bank and draw interest rather than give your withholdings each paycheck, all of your withholdings to your to your uh, paycheck, uh, to the government, to the IRS. Uh, why not keep it in the bank and draw a 0.5% interest on it? That's better than nothing. But I'm still glad even though we had to pay taxes, we still live in a great country. Also, there's difficulty in finding COVID-19 testing kits here in the United States of America. I have a habit of going every other week and getting a COVID test, and I just wonder, am I a little bit being paranoid? Well, probably so. It's something I don't want to have. I don't want to come down with, but I've already had it. My wife and I both came down with the COVID-19 back in December of the past, December of 20. Uh, 20 and uh, we had it we had the mild version of it we we took our zinc we took our vitamin D we took our vitamin C we took our B12 we wore our mask and we still came down with COVID-19 both of us at the same time and fortunately for us it indeed was a mild case but you read in the paper every day where somebody famous has died of the COVID-19. And it's a sad thing. I feel so sorry for the families of those who have loved ones that have died of that terrible, terrible, terrible disease that the Chinese over in Wuhan, China, released upon the whole world. I ask you this question. Does China have worldwide ideas of taking the world all over yes they do they want to destroy the united states of america as to the reasons why i really don't know well i can give some i said i really don't know but let me give you some we have freedoms here they don't enjoy in china most of those clothes that we put on each and every day are made in China, are made in Singapore, made, in, made here, there, everywhere. And many people in the United States who are in, worked in the garment industry for years and years made their living sewing and doing sewing and sewing and sewing, making a living for their family. Such as my mother-in-law, she worked for years until she retired working in a factory making pajamas. And now those jobs are gone. You can't find a garment factory anywhere around my area. I'm not saying there aren't some in the United States, but it's cheaper for these companies to go have their clothing made overseas and then brought back to America. And when that happens, it causes Americans to have less jobs. So why do they do that? Because the cost of labor is cheap in other countries. And some countries, especially some communist countries, I will not mention what names. They use slave labor to make products that we buy. I'm not going to mention any countries because I don't want to get in trouble with the, with the people who allow me to broadcast on this network. But it's out there. Supreme Court Justice Kenneth Roberts has a little bit of skepticism about the COVID-19 
mandates that President Joe Biden says that we have to do. You have over 100 employees, have 101 employees. Uh, they have to be, they have to have to be tested or they tested and vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. People are being fully vaccinated and are still coming down with the COVID-19 virus. I was at my clinic to see my doctor yesterday about an aching shoulder that I have. And it's not so much that it's just aching, but it's just that I'm getting old. Uh, I'm not getting old. I'm there. And I talked with him about the COVID-19. I said, do you ever wear a mask? He says, no, I never do. I said, well, you know, I did for quite some time, and I still came down with it. And he says, we just have to face up to it. It's out there. It's going to stay with us. People are probably going to have to get a COVID-19 vaccine each and every year and maybe a booster shot as well, which I have done this this year alone. He says, here to stay. And, you know, I, I don't really believe that. I believe that we have people who are smart enough, smart scientists, smart doctors, FDA, National Institutes of Health, all these other CDC, Centers for Disease Control, I believe that we have the ability out there to eradicate this terrible disease called COVID-19. Also, Sidney Poitier, a prominent black actor who was a, a, a wonderful actor, a wonderful, uh, made wonderful movies, has passed away at the age of 94. And I have to admire Sidney Poitier for what he has done, what he has done for the people of the United States of America. He was one of the first black person to break through in the movie world, where he made movies and actually won an Academy Award one year. And I've watched some of his movies. I've watched him on the Hallmark Network. He had a movie on there that was very, very good. So to Sidney Poitier's family, we wish you... We wish you the best, we pray for you, and we hope that you can find comfort in your heart knowing that Sidney Poitier was indeed a good man. Now for the rest of this broadcast, I will take time to talk about the United States of America. Right now, believe it or not, I'm sitting in my car doing this broadcast. I look out and I see, this, I see the clouds, I see the blue, I see the blue sky as well. And I think, what a lucky man I am to live here. What a lucky man that I am to live here. Freedom. Freedom. We have that. Many people in other parts of the world, they do not enjoy freedom. This morning, I got up, I showered, I got my clothes on. I left my house. No, no government agent was watching me to see where I was going. Now, there may have been a state trooper out there who was gauging the, the, how many miles per hour I was going. But I try to go the speed limit. But yes, we have freedom. Freedom of worship. Freedom of expression. Freedom of the press. Freedom, the, the right to bear, bear arms. We had all the amendments of the Constitution, they were put there and ratified by the states. We have a constitution which is called the living document. 
and really the author of the Constitution was uh, the former late President uh, James Madison. And those wise men over 200 years ago sat down and wrote that document. And we still have that document. Some people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. Well, it's more than just a piece of paper. It's about what we have to enjoy here in the United States of America. I thank God for people who served in the military. So all of you who served in the military, listen up. Listen up real quickly. If it wasn't for you, we would not enjoy the freedoms that we have today. If it had not been for the Revolutionary War soldiers and the uh, militia or the Minutemen who fought and died fighting the British so the United States could become a free and independent nation. It took years to happen, but it, it came to pass. The War of 1812, the Civil War, where Americans were divided against Americans, Americans. It all worked out. It all worked out. In 1860, from when the war came started, that the first, the when they fired, when the Southerners fired on Fort Sumter, the Civil War began, and it lasted, and it lasted, and it lasted. And finally, it came to an end. They laid down their their guns. They laid down their swords. And America reunited. It took a long time to happen, but it reunited. And every time I go to the Shiloh National Military Park or Fort Donaldson National Military Park, I think about the men on both sides who died both thinking they were right. I want to say this. Slavery was the worst thing that ever happened in the United States of America. To go to Africa and to lasso these free people and throw them on a ship and bring them over here to pick cotton, cut tobacco, and do all these other things, work on the farms, it was wrong. It's wrong today. I believe that we should be a free and equal society. I don't believe in the Black Lives Matter. I believe all lives matter. Critical race theory. There's always going to be racism. It's always been. It's always going to be by some people. But it shouldn't be. It's time for black people, white people, to put their hands together and say, we are going to make America great again. I'm not saying that because it's a Trump slogan, but let's put our hands together and say, let's try to make America great again. That was one of, I'm just paraphrasing Dr. Martin Luther King when he said, the day well, he hopes today he hoped the day would come when we could all come together. Yes, I thank our armed forces. I thank our police officers who put on that uniform each and every day, knowing that they are always in danger for what they do. You know, don't defund. My goodness, 
people listen up. Do not defund the police departments. Increase the funding. Hire more police officers. We need them. Some people were afraid to go to New York City, Chicago. Some of these other cities were rioting and looting and, and robbing and burglarizing places that are just rampant. Folks, we need the police. We need the firefighters. We need the first responders. I thank God for all of you for what you do. I thank you with all my heart. And for all of you who are listening right now, we hope you have a great Saturday. This is Keith Pence for News and Views. Good day. Good afternoon, Americans. It's Keith Pence. And this is News and Views, and we're glad to have you along with us. We're glad to have you along with us each and every day. 7.30, Monday through Friday, a.m. is the first broadcast, and at 12 noon Central Standard Time is our afternoon 15-minute broadcast. It is quite chilly here in Tennessee. Global warming, well, it's out there, I guess. It's coming sometime. And a million years from now, we're going to be in trouble. But a million years from now, we're going to be somewhere else. We won't be here. Not human beings. We, not, not of this generation. But anyway, uh, the former U.S. Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid, has passed away. He passed away this past weekend. Uh, Harry Reid, I believe, was a, was a good man. I mean, I agree with it on every issue that came before the Congress. But he was the kind of man that I would think that I'd like to sit down with, have a cup of coffee with, and talk with everything about politics. Because I think he was that kind of a warm man. If he was mean, he had me fooled because he seemed like a he seemed like a kind of, of a gentleman from the state of uh, Nevada, or, or Nevada, where he was a U.S. senator. I don't know for how many years, but he made it all the way to the majority leader in the United States Senate. To Harry Reid's family, may God bless you, and our prayers are with you. There's a difficulty in finding COVID-19 test kits by American people. We have to realize that not all these test kits are accurate. So I always go to the doctor every two weeks and I have my uh, nose swabbed and looked at and see if I have the COVID-19. In December, not this past year, but the year before, my wife and I both came down with the COVID-19 virus at the same time. Fortunately for us, it could be called what you would call a mild case. There are other people who have come down with the COVID virus only to die, especially when it got into their lungs. They had to be put on a ventilator. Uh, oftentimes, they did not make it. I have a friend that I went to high school with. He's in, He just got out of the hospital. He went through all that, but yet he survived that. And his name is also Keith and Lord and Keith, we're thankful that the Lord uh, saw you through. But all the families that have lost their loved ones, I know this is the saddest time in your life. You, you lost a son, you lost a daughter, you lost a husband, you lost a wife, you lost a mother, you lost a father. So I know that it has to be very difficult at the most. In the Supreme Court case about the COVID-19, the uh, Attorneys for the President Biden's administration have argued before the Supreme Court about the need to have people tested uh, when a company has over 100 or more uh, employees 
to have the vaccine. The, the Biden administration and others have talked about the idea of going door to door and making people take the vaccine. I believe that that ought to be an option that each and every individual has, not be mandated by the government. Sometimes we can have too much government. As President Ronald Reagan once said, the, prop, the government is not the, uh, the, the, the solution. The government is the problem. They put too many laws, too many regulations upon us, and you have this agency and that agency overlapping one another and wreaking havoc on some businesses, mostly businesses, where they have to do this, they have to do that, uh, to be okay with OSHA, to be okay with other agencies. Uh, my dad owned a factory at one time, and there was Tennessee OSHA, and there's U.S. OSHA. They'd come in there and see this and see that, do this, do that. If you don't do this, you don't do that. No, no matter how minor it was, if you didn't do it, you get a fine. It would be called a civil fine, not a criminal fine, but it's still, we need to look deep within. Is the United States government doing as they should? Are we a nation? That is, have good laws passed? The answer is yes, and the answer is no. Yes, it's good we have our freedoms. It's a great, great thing to have our freedoms. The Constitution is a living document. Way back in the 1700s, they wrote up, in the early 1800s, they wrote up and amended the Constitution that we could have freedom, we could have life, and we can have life more abundantly. That's what Jesus said in John 10, 10. I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. That's what the Lord wants for us. But anyway, the Supreme Court, John, Chief Justice John Roberts had a lot of skepticism about the government nosing in and making people have these COVID-19 shots taken whether you wanted them or not. Governor Ron DeSantis of Georgia, not Georgia, Florida, has said that Florida is open. You can wear a mask or not wear a mask. Personally, when I went to the doctor yesterday to have myself checked over about my old sore shoulder here, age-related, A-G-E-related, and the doctor told me that he didn't wear a mask but I was welcome to. I said, well, doctor, I said, somebody has told me, or I saw it on the television set, that's where you see everything. You see it on the te television set, on this newscast, where they said, please wear your mask in a restaurant. Really? And every time you take a bite, open your mouth, put it in the spoon with the food, the fork with the food, in your mouth, and uh, don't breathe. And close your mouth real quick and start chewing. Let me ask you people, does that make an ounce of sense? I think not. I think not. It's almost comical if you want to think about it. But yes, do take the COVID-19 vaccine shot. I don't think it will hurt you one little bit. Sidney Poitier died this past Thursday. The actor died at the age of 94. He was a black actor. He broke, he broke lots of uh, boundaries for black people 
to enter into the acting world, and uh, he was a good man. I, I, I saw a lot of his movies. The last time I saw him on TV, I think he was doing a Hallmark movie that was very, very good. Yes, America, we had liberty. We had the military. A lot of people give the military a bad rap, but I thank God for the military because the headmen for the military, we would not, would not enjoy the freedoms that we now enjoy. We have more freedoms than any, than any people upon the earth. We have an educational system. We tried, the, the government tries to make it better. But I, I've had the opportunity to substitute teach. And a lot of math is being taught in the public schools. You have to take math every four years of your high school years. Folks, I'd be in trouble if I was that age today because math has never been my strong suit. But folks, we need to learn. These kids, these students, they need to learn about the history of America, the history of the world. And some, some people may say, why do you need history? Why, why, why? What's the use of it? Because we can look at history and learn from the past mistakes that the government or that the people of this country made and people around the world made and learn from it. I love to, to read about the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. Vietnam, Korea, all these wars we've been through, Iraq, Afghanistan. Mr. President, when you pulled out of Afghanistan the way you did, leaving Americans behind, leaving highly technical military equipment behind for the Afghanistan government to seize and for Russia and China to take what they wanted that they didn't have, so they could copy it and use it against us. That's one time, Mr. Biden, Mr. President, that I am very disappointed that you did not act in a more positive way in getting our Americans out safely. Instead, they're still stuck there. Many of them have died, probably, because of what, because of what happened. They were left behind. And there they are praying right now, dear God, please let me be able to come back home to my family. It makes you sad when you think about it. I know that I, for one, never went to the military, never served in the military. And at age 63, as I look back, I'm thinking, I wish I had. I wish I had served my country in that capacity. Back in 1976, boys my age did not even have to register for the draft. But they do now, but during that period they didn't. In my senior year in high school, in 1977, I had every intention of maybe going into the Army for three years. But I didn't. And I have great regret. So all you men and women in Fort Campbell and all these other bases, all you soldiers that are overseas right now serving our country, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for, thank you, Lord, for these people. Thank you, soldiers, for being over there 
serving and protecting that country where you're at, serving to protect the people of the United States of America. Well, that's all I have to say today. This is Keith Pence wishing you a good Saturday. And have a great weekend and a great week next week. We'll see you Monday at 7.30 a.m. We wish you all the best. Good day. Good afternoon, Americans. This is Saturday. This is News and Views with Keith Pence, and we're glad to have you along with us today. Well, I have several things to talk about today in, in the news. A volcano erupts in the Pacific West Coast near, near the Pacific Nation Island of Tonga. A tsunami advisory was in effect for Hawaii, Alaska, and the U.S. Pacific Coast. People don't think about a volcano being on the, in the ocean, but it's there. And tsunamis are, have been known to actually kill people because the waves are so high. So if you're out there on the West Coast, just realize that you're, you could be a danger. Well, there's a massive storm that's taking aim, a winter storm taking aim at the southern states. Parts of Tennessee are expecting six, six inches of snow. The storm will make a U-turn racing north to the Atlantic seaboard on Sunday and Monday. That means right up to Washington, D.C., on up to New York City. It's going to be a winter storm warning there in those areas. Bob Saget, or Saget, Suspected death was caused by by either a heart attack or a stroke. He, in other words, he died of natural causes. I once watched his comedy show on TV, and I didn't watch it a whole lot, but what I did watch of it was very wholesome and good. He was a stand-up comedian, and he had actually just got through doing his uh, show and when they found him there in the hotel room, they noticed that his hands were over his heart like, as if, you know, uh, he was either had a heart attack. But it was either a heart attack or a stroke. There's more information to come from the autopsy that was conducted the uh, day before yesterday or immediately after his death. Well, Obama... I'm proud that he was the first African-American president. However, he's very liberal in what his views are, uh, whatever fits his fancy. Obama says, former President Obama says, we need to fight for our democracy. How do you suppress votes in some of these states, he asked. Well, let me get down to the brass tacks of that again. I go to Walmart, I get a prescription filled, I go to pick it up, and I better have some identification with me or they're not going to give it to me. Even those who have known me coming in and out of there for years. I have to present my ID, my driver's license, and they scan on the back that I am who I say I am, and then I get my prescription medicine. The same way when it comes to voting, 
when I go vote, I don't present my card that says I'm registered. I have to present my driver's license. And one time I went there and the driver's license I had, it's every four years in Tennessee that you have to get a new license, a new picture made. And I was there in the voting precinct or early voting. And this lady just kept looking down at my picture and up at me, down at my picture, up at me, down at my picture, up at me. I said, I am who I say I am. I said, there was somebody working next to her. I said, April, tell her who I, tell her I am who I said I am. <laughs> and finally, I got a chance, I got the opportunity to vote. You know, to vote is a right that we have in America, one of the few rights that we do have. Seems like our rights are just slowly disappearing. And that's kind of scary when you think about it. But I think that Mr. Obama is misguided in what he says. And they said, they called the, the former U.S. House uh, Congressman uh, John Lewis, and he was always a big advocate of voting rights. Well, the rights are there. I mean, has Georgia? Have they presented a law that's terrible to ask for identification? Absolutely not. Get over it. It's a fair way to do things. That's the way I look at it, and I hope you look at it the same way. Okay, page two. From Wednesday, January 19th, coming this Wednesday, millions of shoppers will not be able to make purchases using a Visa credit card on the Amazon platform. This is due to unresolved concerns over rising costs of Visa transactions. This, however, does not affect Visa debit cards, just Visa credit cards. It has to do something with the interest on this. There's no doubt about that. So every time you make a purchase, uh, Whoever you buy from, it's generally a 2.5% interest on that, which uh, I guess they up the prices a little bit to take care of that. They up the prices on you to take care of that 2.5%. It doesn't seem fair, but that's just the way it is in the United States of America. Hall of Fame coach of Kentucky, Joe Hall, has passed away. He was a great coach. He died in his 90s, and he was a member of the Hall of Fame, basketball, college basketball Hall of Fame. I remember watching Joe Hall coach the University of Kentucky. My being from Tennessee, I've always been a, a Wildcat fan went on their basketball team. However, when it comes to the football, go Vols of Tennessee. Here's another something that may interest you. Representative Ashley Henson the Congresswoman, Republican Congresswoman of Iowa tested positive for the COVID-19. Despite being vaccinated and, and also boosted, so she's had three shots, and she previously contracted the, the virus in 2020, and now she, once again, has the COVID-19. I would not wish the COVID-19 on anyone, whether... It's a mild case or a serious case, and my 
my wife and I, we had it, and it was a mild case, but nevertheless, it was pretty rough there for several days. My wife lost the ability to smell, but I would just have what you would call malaise that took place for me for about two full weeks. Moving on, DirecTV has dropped the highly conservative One American News, or the OAN network. They claim that OAN is fueling conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. We got to get over this. Even those who voted for Mr. Trump, it's not going to pan out. He's not going to be president again unless he runs in 2024 and gets elected. If he gets elected in 2024, the last time that happened where you were president and you lost and then came back and were president again was Grover Cleveland. He was elected president. He lost in the Electoral College, so he lost the election to Benjamin Harrison after his first term, and he came back and ran again against Harrison and defeated Harrison. So if that's the case, he would be the, he would be the second person to have done that in American history. Quite interesting, wouldn't you think? Former tennis great Chris Everett has stage 1 ovarian cancer, and Miss Everett has said that her doctors feel it was caught in time, and we're thankful for that, and our prayers and our best wishes go out to Chris Everett. Chris Everett is now 67 years old. That seems hard to believe, but time goes by very quickly. I heard that when I was a kid, and I thought, time is going by pretty slow. They talk about prayer being taken out of schools. That's not really true, because you pray anytime. And Billy Graham, the late Reverend Billy Graham, said this. He says, there will always be prayer in school as long as there are tests to be taken. Think about it. Wise saying by Dr. Billy Graham. Well, in Ukraine and Russia, Canadian Prime Minister, Prime Minister uh, for Foreign Affairs, Foreign Minister, Melanie Jolie, or Jolie will visit Ukraine to re reaffirm support for Ukraine's sovereignty. Why does Russia want to conquer the world? Why? What is there to gain? Why can't we get, just get along? Why did why did, what is this? Well, if you pick up your Bible and you really look in the Old Testament, you see where lots of bloody fights took place. You see where lots of kings were killed by their adversaries. And then the adversary got in there, would get in there. And then all of a sudden, the same thing would happen to him. It's sad. It is so sad. As long as there is Vladimir Putin over there in Russia, he wants to conquer all the known world. You can look at that little feller and see that there is a lot of evil in his eyes. I say that when I'm going all around the world with this podcast, but the Russian people, I think as a whole, they want peace. They want tranquility. 
but communism does not work. Socialism does not work. Socialism is like, okay, uh, say you work and you make too much money, or so the government thinks so. The idea is to give it to somebody else who they think is more deserving of it than you are, even though you rolled up your sleeves and you worked and worked and worked to get what you have. And all of a sudden, socialism will say, you don't need that much. We're going to give it to somebody else, part of your paycheck. Is that fair? Absolutely not. There are plenty of jobs in the United States right now. Everywhere I go, about every quarter of a mile or less, there's a sign up, help wanted. So there are plenty of jobs out there, but a lot of people don't want to work because they get a check from the government every month. So what reason do they have to work? <sighs> Makes no sense. We're going back to Ukraine. In the 1960s and early 1970s, there was a slogan that says, give peace a chance. Okay, Putin, listen to that. Oh yeah, I'm sure you will. No, I'm sure he won't. And finally, crude oil prices are still over $80 a barrel. Gas has gone up in places in the United States close to 50% since last year, or, or since year before last. During the Trump years, gas was 50% less than what it is now. Makes you wonder. A lot of people, and I pray for President Biden, but I wonder if a lot of people who voted for him may have buyer's remorse. It's like getting a green car and you wish you had got a white one. Well, or a black one, or a orange one, or whatever. And you get one and you don't like the color and you have buyer's remorse. So I think maybe in the presidential race, there may be some people who have had what you would call buyer's remorse. Some probably wish they hadn't voted for President Biden. But as long as he's in the White House, Keith Pence here is going to pray for him. Because our nation is a great nation. And I would like for it to say that. Well, this is Keith Pence on your Saturday, Saturday, wishing you a very, very good rest of the weekend. Thank you and God bless. Goodbye. Good afternoon, Americans. This is Saturday. This is News and Views with Keith Pence, and we're glad to have you along with us today. Well, I have several things to talk about today in, in the news. A volcano erupts in the Pacific West Coast near, near the Pacific Nation Island of Tonga. A tsunami advisory was in effect for Hawaii, Alaska, and the U.S. Pacific Coast. People don't think about a volcano being on the, in the ocean, but it's there. And tsunamis are, have been known to actually kill people because the waves are so high. So if you're out there on the West Coast, just realize that you're, you could be a danger. Well, there's a massive storm that's taking aim, a winter storm taking aim at the southern states. Parts of Tennessee are expecting six, six inches of snow. 
The storm will make a U-turn racing north to the Atlantic seaboard on Sunday and Monday. That means right up to Washington, D.C., on up to New York City. It's going to be a winter storm warning there in those areas. Bob Saget, or Saget, suspected death was caused by, by either a heart attack or a stroke. He, in other words, he died of natural causes. I once watched his comedy show on TV, and I didn't watch it a whole lot, but what I did watch of it was very wholesome and good. He was a stand-up comedian, and he had actually just got through doing his uh, show, and when they found him there in the hotel room, they noticed that his hands were over his heart like as if, you know, uh, he was either had a heart attack, but it was either a heart attack or a stroke. There's more information to come from the autopsy that was conducted the uh, day before yesterday or immediately after his death. Well, Obama. I'm proud that he was the first African-American president. However, he's very liberal in what his views are, uh, whatever fits his fancy. Obama says, former President Obama says, we need to fight for our democracy. How do you suppress votes in some of these states, he asked. Well, let me get down to the brass tacks of that. Again, I go to Walmart, I get a prescription filled, I go to pick it up, and I better have some identification with me or they're not going to give it to me. Even those who have known me coming in and out of there for years. I have to present my ID, my driver's license, and they scan on the back that I am who I say I am, and then I get my prescription medicine. The same way when it comes to voting. When I go vote, I don't present my card that says I'm registered, I have to present my driver's license. And one time I went there and the driver's license I had, it's every four years in Tennessee that you have to get a new license, a new picture made. And I was there in the voting precinct or early voting. And this lady just kept looking down at my picture and up at me, down at my picture, up at me, down at my picture, up at me. I said, I am who I say I am. I said there was somebody working next to her. I said, April, tell her who I tell her I am who I said I am. <laughs> and finally I got a chance to, I got the opportunity to vote. You know, to vote is a right that we have in America, one of the few rights that we do have. Seems like our rights are just slowly disappearing. And that's kind of scary when you think about it. But I think that Mr. Obama is misguided in what he says. And they said, they called the, the former U.S. House uh, Congressman uh, John Lewis, and he was always a big advocate of voting rights. Well, the rights are there. I mean, has Georgia, have they presented a law that's terrible? To ask for identification? Absolutely not. Get over it. 
Uh, it's a fair way to do things. That's the way I look at it, and I hope you look at it the same way. Okay, page two. From Wednesday, January 19th, coming this Wednesday, millions of shoppers will not be able to make purchases using a Visa credit card on the Amazon platform. This is due to unresolved concerns over rising costs of Visa transactions. This, however, does not affect Visa debit cards, just Visa credit cards. It has to do something with the interest on this. There's no doubt about that. And so every time you make a purchase, uh, whoever you buy from, it's generally a 2.5% interest on that which uh, I guess they up the prices a little bit to take care of that. They up the prices on you to take care of that 2.5%. It doesn't seem fair, but that's just the way it is in the United States of America. Hall of Fame coach of Kentucky, Joe Hall, has passed away. He was a great coach. He died in his 90s, and he was a member of the Hall of Fame. Basketball, College Basketball Hall of Fame. I remember watching Joe Hall coach the University of Kentucky. My being from Tennessee, I've always been a, a Wildcat fan on their basketball team. However, when it comes to the football, go Vols of Tennessee. Here's another something that may interest you. Representative Ashley Henson, the Congresswoman Republican Congresswoman of Iowa tested positive for the COVID-19. Despite being vaccinated and, and also boosted, so she's had three shots, and she previously contracted the, the virus in 2020, and now she, once again, has the COVID-19. I would not wish the COVID-19 on anyone, whether it's a mild case or a serious case, in my my wife and I, we had it, and it was a mild case, but never, nevertheless, it was pretty rough there for several days. My wife lost the ability to smell, but I would just have what you would call malaise that took place for me for about two full weeks. Moving on, DirecTV has dropped the highly conservative One American News, or the OAN network. They claim that OAN is fueling conspiracy theories about the 2020 election. We got to get over this. Even those who voted for Mr. Trump, it's not going to pan out. He's not going to be president again unless he runs in 2024 and gets elected. If he gets elected in 2024, the last time that happened, where you were president and you lost and then came back and were president again was Grover Cleveland. He was elected president. He lost in the Electoral College, so he lost the election to Benjamin Harrison after his first term, and he came back and ran again against Harrison and defeated Harrison. So if that's the case, he would be the, he would be the second person to have done that in American history. Quite interesting, wouldn't you think? Former tennis great Chris Everett has stage 1 ovarian cancer and Miss Everett has said that her doctors feel it was 
caught in time, and we're thankful for that. And our prayers and our best wishes go out to Chris Everett. Chris Everett is now 67 years old. That seems hard to believe, but time goes by very quickly. I heard that when I was a kid, and I thought, time is going by pretty slow. They talk about prayer being taken out of schools. That's not really true, because you pray anytime. And Billy Graham, the late Reverend Billy Graham, said this. He says, there will always be prayer in school as long as there are tests to be taken. Think about it. Wise saying by Dr. Billy Graham. Well, in Ukraine and Russia, Canadian Prime Minister, Prime Minister uh, for Foreign Affairs, Foreign Minister, Melanie Jolly, or Jolie, will visit Ukraine to reaffirm support for Ukraine's sovereignty. Why does Russia want to conquer the world? Why? What is there to gain? Why can't we get, just get along? Why did, why did, what is this? Well, if you pick up your Bible and you really look in the Old Testament, you see where lots of bloody fights took place. You see where lots of kings were killed by their adversaries. And then the adversary got in there, would get in there. And then all of a sudden, the same thing would happen to him. It's sad. It is so sad. As long as there is Vladimir Putin over there in Russia, he wants to conquer all the known world. You can look at that little feller and see that there is a lot of evil in his eyes. I say that when I'm going all around the world with this podcast, but the Russian people, I think as a whole, they want peace. They want tranquility. But communism does not work. Socialism does not work. Socialism is like, okay, uh, say you work and you make too much money, or so the government thinks so. The idea is to give it to somebody else who they think is more deserving of it than you are, even though you rolled up your sleeves and you worked and worked and worked to get what you have. And all of a sudden, socialism will say, you don't need that much, we're going to give it to somebody else, part of your paycheck. Is that fair? Absolutely not. There are plenty of jobs in the United States right now. Everywhere I go, about every quarter of a mile or less, there's a sign up, Help Wanted. So there are plenty of jobs out there, but a lot of people don't want to work because they get a check from the government every month, so what reason do they have to work? <sighs> Makes no sense. We're going back to Ukraine. In the 1960s and early 1970s, there was a slogan that says, Give Peace a Chance. Okay, Putin, listen to that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you will. No, I'm sure he won't. And finally, crude oil prices are still over $80 a barrel. Gas has gone up in places in the United States close to 50% since last year, or 
or since year before last. During the Trump years, gas was 50% less than what it is now. Makes you wonder. A lot of people, and I pray for President Biden, but I wonder if a lot of people who voted for him may have buyer's remorse. It's like getting a green car and you wish you had got a white one. Well, or a black one, or a orange one, or whatever. And you get one and you don't like the color and you have buyer's remorse. So I think maybe in the presidential race, there may be some people who have had what you would call buyer's remorse. Some probably wish they hadn't voted for President Biden. But as long as he's in the White House, Keith Pence here is going to pray for him because our nation is a great nation, and I would like for it to say that. Well, this is Keith Pence on your Saturday, Saturday wishing you a very, very good rest of the weekend. Thank you, and God bless. Goodbye.